0: Welcome to episode 27 of the Comfort in the Workplace podcast. I consider myself a decisive person, but I mean, this by no means does this mean that I make perfect decisions. I mean, it just means that through self-awareness, I've got the confidence to make decisions, knowing that even if they're not perfect, I'm going to adjust. I have the ability to adjust, so I'm not afraid to fail. And I mean, failure for me, I, I welcome failure. I, I consider it a new data point that helps me to make future decisions. So, in episode 27, I wanna talk through my approach, my thoughts on, uh, on big decisions. Uh, I wanna talk through how important I think it is to pay attention to the decisions that you make on, on the small stuff. And then, uh, lastly, we'll go over what to do, what, what, what's the best, what, what should you do about bad decisions? So with, with the big stuff, I, I really truly believe that there are no bad decisions. And, and I'll, I'll caveat that. There's no bad decisions as long as you have a system in place to follow up. So with the big stuff, even if you make the perfect decision up front and you've got it all figured out and you know exactly how it's all going to work, if you then make that decision, leave it off to your team, check out and you think that the, the team's just going to go and execute and everything's going to go flawlessly, um, you're, that, that perfect decision's going to turn into a wrong decision real quick. Because things change. The thought process change. The variables change. You know, as you're going through the execution on the big stuff, it doesn't happen overnight. It happens over a period of, of weeks, of months, sometimes years. And so you can't let that go unchecked you have to be able to make the adjustments. And in order to make the adjustments, you gotta be in tune with what the team the, the team's working on. You gotta be in tune with the progress that's being made, with the issues that are coming up. And so I know micromanagement has, has such a negative um, thought out there, and and I, I'm not encouraging you to be a micromanager at all. Um, but Jack Welch talked about micromanagement, and and I loved I loved how he, he put it and and in his mind, you need to be able to um, dive in with your team. So you need to be able to be you have enough information about what's going on, enough expertise so that you can jump in when when there's an when there's an issue. And I like that. Right? So I'm big on leading beyond. I'm big on making sure that you're out there looking for opportunities for the team that you're looking for ways to help the team with issues and obstacles. So you're building relationships beyond the team. So you're not you're just consumed within the team, right? You are leading beyond. Um, but I also agree with Jack Welch's viewpoint that you need to be able to dive in. And so part of that is when you make those decisions, you got to own it. And you got you to be part of it. You got to be there with the team. You got to see the issues. You got to be able to feel it. And that's the only way that you're going to be able to, to test it, uh, to test that decision and to make adjustments and to continue giving guidance. Because a lot of times if you do check out, the team's going to make those adjustments on their own. And sometimes they're not going to have the full view, as, as good of a communicator as you might be, that team might not have that full thought process of what went on in your mind when you made, when you made that decision, what all of those variables were, what was the full context. And so without that context, they're going to start to make, make decisions um, and so you need to be involved so that as those decisions are being made, as those adjustments are being made, you're able to influence it and you're able to provide the context and the follow-up. And so I, I do believe that with the right approach, there are no bad decisions when it comes to the big stuff. There's just too many changes. There's too many variables. There's too many things that are going to, going to evolve. And so for me, that's part of why I'm able to be um, decisive, especially on the big things, because I know that I'm gonna be involved enough. I know that we've got a strong team. You know, I know that we're gonna be able to make the adjustments and I know that we're gonna need to make adjustments because so many things change, priorities change, new information comes through. Uh, there's always gonna be people leaving the company, people coming onto the team, um, advancements in technology. There's, there's gonna be a thousand reasons why you're gonna need to make adjustments. And so for me, I wanna make sure that upfront, you take in as much information as possible. You certainly wanna be deliberate with decision. You don't wanna be haphazard, but you wanna be decisive, make the decision, get an approach in place, start moving forward and get to the point where you establish a framework of problem solving and making adjustments, making sure that there's transparency, making sure the team gets comfortable with making adjustments and problem solving. And so that's how I approach the, the, the big decisions. That's why I'm able to be decisive because I know that things are gonna change and I know that I'm gonna have to make adjustments. And so I put a process in place that allows you to make adjustments. And like I said, upfront, yeah, you're doing your homework. You're putting some options together. You're making sure that, that, that you're looking at as much information as possible, but do it quickly. Get through that, get into execution, the quicker that you get to execution, the quicker you can make adjustments, and the quicker that you can start seeing some 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 real value. And so now, the the small stuff, and and when I'm talking about the small stuff, I'm talking about the real small stuff, right? So I'm not talking I'm not talking about um, you know decisions that you're making on 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 things that are going to be executing over a couple of weeks or um, you, you know there's a product launch or a new project. I'm talking I'm talking about the meetings um you know t- deciding whether to to show up at a meeting a little bit late or deciding whether to um skip a meeting altogether and blow off a meeting um procrastinating on an email you know not texting someone back you know maybe you're failing to speak up there's an issue and you know it and the issue's being addressed in a meeting and you know what um there's a lot of politics going on in the meeting and so you decide just to keep your keep your voice to yourself um You know, there's an email sitting in your inbox, and you know that this person's waiting for you to get back to them. But uh, man, it's pretty low on your list, and you just don't even want to be be bothered with it. You know that by responding to it, there's going to be ten follow ups, and you know you're gonna have to you're gonna have to deal with some some annoying um, annoying pieces of it. But so you let that just sit in your inbox for a little too long. Um, You know, you have a meeting, and. Eh, not the most important meeting in the world, at least in your, in your view. But maybe somebody that's at the meeting is relying on you or was expecting you to be there. But, um, but man, you got, you got a couple of other things on your own plate that, that you could be spending your time on so you, blow the, so you blow the meeting off. Now, all of these, in and of themselves, as an individual, those, they're not really going to make that huge of a difference. But what I want you to pay attention to is if these things string together it becomes your reputation. And so by missing a meeting, by procrastinating on an email, by not speaking up about an issue, um, you are building a, a reputation there. And those things compound. And it makes a huge difference. And it makes a huge difference because you could be missing out on opportunities. So even even in that that particular meeting or or responding to an email, you don't know what the follow-ups are gonna be. You don't know what really is gonna be discussed in those meetings. Maybe there's gonna be an opportunity for you to influence. Maybe there's gonna be a huge opportunity for you to show your leadership and to provide guidance and to use your expertise and your experience to help help influence and help set direction. You know, maybe by not speaking up about an issue, Maybe you're missing out on an opportunity to, um, to 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 lead. So if you speak up on an issue and you sh- you have some good viewpoints, the executives might be looking to you to be to 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 lead and to help resolve it. And so you're missing out on opportunities to help. You're missing out on opportunities for 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 leadership. And then, just as important, by by not being there, you might be missing out on the ability to lead and drive and set direction on the big decisions. So, by showing that you're reliable on the small stuff, by showing that you're present, by showing that you're in it with everyone, um, you, it puts you in a position to be the one making the big decisions. And so now you have um, you have you know you have this approach that I laid out with the big decisions. Um, if you have the reliability, and you're showing that you're a dependable person, you're showing that you're 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 with the team, that you're you're there to support, you're there to provide insight, you you got some good good opinions, you tie those those two things together, and now you're starting to establish your brand as a leader. You're a decisive person. You're not afraid to fail. You're working with the team to make it make adjustments. You're not just there for the big stuff, you're there for the small stuff too. So you're showing this dependability. You're showing somebody that could be that could be relied on. Now you put to put those two things together and you now have this, this tremendous brand as a leader. You have this reputation, reputation that's out there, and that reputation helps you approach good decisions, bad decisions, because you know that you have that, you have that confidence, you have that foundation, you're able to make, you're able to make adjustments. Now, even with all that, all that great stuff out there, you're still going to make some bad decisions. You absolutely are. I mean, we, we all do. I mean, it's just, it's just, uh, it's, it, none of us is perfect. It's part of, it's part of the, the, the human, human nature. Um, you know, sometimes you have, you have some, some, some tendencies, you have some weaknesses, um, sometimes some of us, uh, at times, we, we self-sabotage too. Um, so that's that's just that's just part of being being a human, and and absolutely, it's going to happen to each of us in different shapes and forms. And so, what's most important to me is that you have to you have to face it. Um, don't just ignore it. Don't just sweep it under the under the carpet. You know, face it right out in front. You know, don't let it become a habit. Stop it. Right where it's at. So you you have you have that ability. So you missed that one meeting, you procrastinated on an email. You better be damn sure that you're making the next meeting. Or you better be damn sure that you're responding almost immediately to the to the to the next email. Even the email that's still sitting there. Don't don't forget about that one. Get that one responded to as late as it might be, even if it's too late, apologize that it sat in your inbox, you know, face it up front. You want to make sure that um, you're, owning, you're owning your bad decisions, because at the end of the day, like I said, everybody knows that people make good decisions, people make bad decisions. It's what are you going to do once you make a bad decision? What adjustment are you going to make? Are you going to take ownership? Are you going to take corrective action? And then most importantly, are you going to stop it from becoming becoming a bad habit? So even before you make those bad decisions, especially on the small stuff, I mean, you know it you know, when you're letting that email sit, you know, when you're going to blow off a meeting, try to, try to avoid it. You know, try to recognize through self-awareness, you know, know yourself, know your tendencies, know your weaknesses, and, and try to, try to pay more attention to it so that you're stopping it before it even happens. So you don't need to, so that you don't need to um, go back and go back and address it. And even, even through that, even through that self-awareness, knowing your tendencies, Trying to pay extra attention to, um, man. If you know that you need to blow off that meeting, or you know that um, you know you just can't get around to respond, to Friday, communicate it front. Even if you don't do a full response to the email, just hey, sorry, can't get to this yet. Real busy. Um, I'll get to you by the end of the week, or my apologies ahead of time. I've gotta, I've gotta miss this meeting. Um, so, so you're not just blowing it off, right? You're communicating. Give a little bit of an explanation. You know why you you need to you need to miss the meeting. Why you're deviating from who you are, what you know your reputation is, or what you want your reputation to be, you know, just own it up front. You know, so have a little bit of communication, have a little bit of transparency, um, and and even when you do have to make those bad decisions on the small stuff, you're able to um, you're able to, to to justify it a little bit, and at least gives people some insight. And and at the end of the day, by doing by doing that little bit of communication, that's building in. Reliability—that's building in a reputation of being de- dependable, because you're 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 owning it up front. You're not only owning the bad decision after the fact, but you're owning it—the bad decision before it even before it even happens, um, which is even which is even better. So to me, it's all about good decisions, bad decisions. You know, we've all got them. We, we've all gotta we've all gotta live through those live through those for sure. Um, it's what are you gonna do about it, and what are you gonna do about it? Sets your reputation. It tells the company that you're reliable, tells the company that you're dependable, and it puts you in a position for even more opportunities. It puts you in a position to be able to influence and set direction. So pay attention to it. Um, know that there's going to be, you're going to have both good and bad decisions, and know that you have the self awareness to know that you're going to be able to make the adjustments, you're going to be able to own it, and you're going to be able to, to move forward. So please join me in creating comfort in the workplace by respecting team members and demanding excellence.